0: A terrific Thursday, Tuesday to each of you, and welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. There are plenty of things to discuss when it comes to the Grizzlies and the NBA right now, but for the next two episodes, the sole thing that we are going to focus on is something that should absolutely be true of everyone who has a say when it comes to the all NBA defensive teams. Jaron Jackson Jr. should be at the top of your list. That and much more on that on this edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Here we go. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome one and all to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, you're having an outstanding start to your Tuesday. Of course, you my name is Sean Coleman. This is my fourth year covering the Grizzlies, credential media member with the Grizzlies, right for them over at Grizzly Bear Blues, and your host here at Locked On Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day. Of course, you can find the show at Locked On Grizz on Twitter, myself at Stats SAC, right here on YouTube as well. Also on the pod, all podcast platforms, we're free. Check us out. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be. And also right here on YouTube, hit that subscribe button below. Let's us know you enjoy the show. show. Let's others enjoy the show. And let's us know that the show is the best experience it could be for everybody that's involved. And of course, can't thank you enough for all the support to start this new year that we have seen. Love the feedback, love the interaction. Always want to make sure that we're providing the best content for you here at Locked on Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies are off for a few days. They were off yesterday, a much-needed two-day break. Obviously, the Grizzlies have not been playing as much as they did earlier this month, but with the stretch of games that they've been playing... Without their best players, it's nice to have a few days off. And it appears that the Grizzlies may be getting some good news here in the near future. Over Twitter yesterday, last night, it seems that Desmond Bain was out in public, made a public appearance. So it looks like that there may be a good chance Desmond Bain could be back, or at least back in questionable. For Wednesday night's game against the San Antonio Spurs. We'll certainly wait to see that when it comes to fruition, when it's announced as to what changes, if any, have happened when it comes to health and safety for protocols for the Grizzlies. Of course, it was also announced that the official announcement of the 2022 NBA All-Star Game starters will be on Thursday evening. We'll have the official reaction instant reaction to where we hopefully will finally get the official announcement of what we all expect, that John Morant will be named an All-Star starter for the 2022 All-Star game. So plenty of fun things to talk about. Hopefully, as each day passes this week, more and more good news will happen for the Grizzlies. But for this episode, and for tomorrow's episode, before we preview the game against the Spurs, we have one sole focus, and that is... Proving the point that without a shadow of a doubt, Jaron Jackson Jr. is deserving of all defensive team recognition this season. That is absolutely correct. And the reason why that is, is because the consistency of Jaron Jackson Jr.'s defensive activity and impact, it's it's a big enough sample size now to where you no longer can deny it. Jaron Jackson Jr. not only stands out among his peers this season, But in terms of history, that may be the perspective that gives the biggest support to Jaron Jackson Jr. as an all-defensive team candidate this season. And that's what we're going to focus on on today's episode. And then tomorrow, we'll get a bit more into how his impact compares to his peers who also should be in consideration for all defensive team. We'll get into that in tomorrow's episode. But the reason I bring up the historical perspective is because I do not think that it can be reiterated enough just how spectacular and consistent Jaron Jackson Jr.'s level of defensive activity is going on right now. As a matter of fact, we've talked about it this entire season, his consistent ability to have defensive activity. But the fact that it's gone from 1.5 blocks and 1.2 steals through the month of December to 3.5 blocks and 1.1 steals before the game against the Mavericks on Sunday, that should be the most exciting part of this. Is Not only is it the fact that he's been a difference maker since the start of the season on the defensive end, it continues to get better. And it's happening now at a level that we've not seen in years. And it's happening at a level that only some of the best defensive talents that have come into the league in recent NBA history have been able to reach. For instance, Jaron Jackson Jr., who's now played 48 games this season and the Grizzlies have played 49 total games. Currently, Jaron Jackson Jr. has 104 blocks and 48 steals on the season. That level of defensive activity is something that we have not seen in quite a while. As a matter of fact, if Jaron Jackson Jr. can get two steals tomorrow night against the Spurs, he will be the first person other than Anthony Davis to accomplish that goal, to have 100 blocks and 50 steals in his team's first 50 games in a season. The only other person to do that in recent NBA history is Anthony Davis. As a matter of fact, the last time a person not named Anthony Davis did that in the season was the 2012-2013 season when Josh Smith did it. And the name Anthony Davis is going to be a consistent trend, right? He is going to be a consistent name as I go through some of these perspectives of just how spectacular Jaron Jackson Jr. is. is. And I don't mean that as a spoiler alert. I mean to establish the level of, of significance of what Jaron Jackson is doing. If Anthony Davis is the name that is most synonymous or that is most consistent as a comparable to what Jaron Jackson Jr. is doing, that should tell you right there from the beginning how serious and valid Jaron Jackson Jr.'s candidacy candidacy is for all defensive team. But that's what stands out. It's been nine years, excuse me, eight years, (laughs) no, nine years. It's been nine years since a player other than Anthony Davis has done what Jaron Jackson Jr. has the potential to do tomorrow night. But let's not stop there. Obviously it's spectacular that Jaron Jackson Jr has done this through 50 games, but the regular NBA schedule is 82 games. There have been plenty of people who since the year 2000 have had 100 steals and 50 or had 100 blocks and 50 steals by their team's 50th game of the year. As a matter of fact, since the year 2000, 27 different times a player has done that, 16 of those 27 times That player has gone on to earn all defensive selections. But several other times, the player was not able to due to health. They wound up getting injured shortly after the 50th game of the season. And that's a big thing that's got to play into the part for Jaron Jackson Jr. For him to be able to truly have that candidacy, he's got to be able to have health on his side. But if he does, if he does, which we certainly hope he will, Jaron Jackson Jr. has 104 blocks and 48 steals as of right now. If Jaron Jackson Jr. this season can get 46 more blocks and can get 27 more steals, he'll have reached the 150-block, 75-steal plateau in an NBA season. And that may seem like it's something that has happened frequently, right? It may seem like something that happens on a consistent basis. But that's not the case at all. The thing that stands out is, is that since 2000, yes, there have been 35 different times where a player has had 150 or more blocks and 75 or more steals in an NBA season. And 22 of those 35 times, the player who who accomplished that goal has made the all-defensive team. But here's the thing that stands out. Over the past decade, the only players... That have had 150 or more steals and 70 or 150 more blocks and 75 or more steals in an NBA season. The only players over the past decade to do that are Anthony Davis, DeAndre Jordan, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Dwight Howard. Four names that over the past quarter century, those names stand out as being four of the best big men defenders in the NBA. We're talking multiple-time Defensive Player of the Year award winners. We're talking about a combined, you know, between those four players, over 10 all-defensive player selections, and that is the company that Jaron Jackson Jr. can reach. So when it comes to the candidacy of Jaron Jackson Jr., the first thing that stands out is that the consistency of his high level of defensive activity, it certainly is not something you see every season, and it's rare that you see it in today's game. But it also highly correlates with players who reach that high level of consistency, with players that reach that rare threshold of 150 blocks and 75 steals. Typically, when a player reaches that, they have a very good chance of making the all-defensive team. Now, consider the fact that it happens far less often now than even if it did 15 years ago. And now you see why. Jaron Jackson Jr.'s candidacy is so valid for the all-defensive team when it comes to the company that he keep could potentially keep with the level of defensive activity he's shown this season, and also the fact that it's becoming more rare of happening in today's game. But for Jaron Jackson Jr., it's not just the whole body of work. It's once again the fact that he's continuing to improve, and his peak is happening right now. We'll look at that. In just a moment. But speaking of Jaron Jackson Jr., I can tell you this he could be a popular guy that you can rely on when it comes to prize picks. That's right. Prize picks is Daily Fantasy Made Easy. It's the best NBA DFS prop game that's out there in the market. You'd pick two to five players and then over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus. The projected numbers, and the great thing about it is, is that right now, if you go and you put in the if you put in the promo code NBA, you will get fifty dollars if your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point. That's right. All users that deposit and use the promo code NBA will get fifty free dollars if their first Prize Pick entry scores a single point. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Make sure to check out PrizePicks.com today. On tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, we're going to continue this discussion when it comes to Jaron Jackson Jr. Today, looking at his candidacy from a historical perspective, how the level of activity that Jaron Jackson Jr. is producing right now could put him in a company that shows history highly correlates well with his ability to make the all-defensive team. But tomorrow before we preview the game against the Spurs, looking at how Jaron Jackson Jr. stacks up against his peers this season in terms of his impact. That and the Spurs preview on tomorrow's edition of the Lockdown Grizzlies podcast. So at the end of the day, the body of work that Jaron Jackson Jr. is putting together, the 150 steals, they're the 150 blocks, 75 steals, it's an incredible threshold that Jaron Jackson Jr. has a very good shot of reaching if he can simply stay healthy. But the thing about it is, is that that body of work, a lot of times, you could see that that level of defensive activity it could be an It could be basically quantity instead of quality. As a matter of fact, you have other players in the NBA who likely could reach that threshold, who likely could reach that threshold if they had enough minutes to play, but they don't because of the fact that they have shortcomings in other areas of their game that prevent them from being in that big of a role. So I understand. Where at the end of the day, while it's awesome to see how rare it is for someone to reach 150 uh, blocks and 75 steals, how rare that is, I can understand. Someone may think that that's more quantity than quality, but that's what stands out about Jaron Jackson Jr. is that his productivity, when it comes to defensive activity, continues to improve. Again, 1.5 blocks, 1.2 steals in the month of, of December. In January now. As of Sunday, through 11 games, Jaron Jackson Jr. was averaging 3.5 blocks and 1.1 steals per game. He had 38 blocks and 12 steals, and now he stands at 38 blocks and 13 steals. The threshold to look that's going to be very interesting to see if Jaron Jackson Jr. can arrive at is if he can get 45 blocks and 15 steals in a single calendar month. That means that Jaron is averaging three blocks and one steals per game. That is something that's incredible to see from a player in today's game when it comes to a big man consistently having that level of activity. Now, it happened much more frequently in the past, right? It happened much more frequently in the past because obviously you had big men who were playing more minutes, but they also were in position to make more activity. So that level of production in the calendar month was much more frequent in the past. But one of the big reasons why Jaron Jackson Jr. could potentially reach that level is because of just how dominant he was over a six-game streak earlier this month. Friend of the show, Keith Parrish, who obviously does the Grit and Grind podcast, Fast Break Breakfast, Grind City Media, just a, a wonderful source of basketball knowledge when it comes to the Grizzlies. He tweeted out a few um, a, a week or so ago that Jaron Jackson Jr. had a stretch of 25 blocks and 9 steals in six games. Of that of that streak, of that stretch of games, there have been nine other players over the past 20 years who had that type of stretch or had that type of production over a six-game stretch. Eight of the nine players besides Jaron Jackson Jr. who had been able to accomplish that stretch, they, want, they were a part of the All-NBA defensive team the year where they had that type of stretch. And four of those players wind up winning Defensive Player of the Year. So it's not just a body of work that stands out, right? It's not just a body of work where people may look at me like, oh, that's just a factor of quantity. It's the fact that Jaron Jackson Jr. also is right now putting together a peak that truly shows the quality of his body of work. And let's expand out this peak because this month, Jaron Jackson Jr. again has 38 blocks and 13 steals. If Jaron can reach forty-five blocks and fifteen steals since the year two thousand, Jaron will once again have joined company that is rare to see. Again, thirty-five players, or thirty-five times since the year two thousand, a player has had forty-five blocks and fifteen steals in a calendar month. In twenty-five of those thirty-five occurrences, that player has become a member of the NBA's all-defensive team. And the reason why you see a higher percentage of this group making an all-defensive team instead of the group that you know had the 100 blocks and 50 steals through their first 50 games, the reason why in this case there's a higher percentage is because of the fact they had an elongated peak that was incredible to see that doesn't happen every year. As a matter of fact, the only players over the past decade that have had 45 blocks and 15 steals in a calendar month, once again, are Anthony Davis, Larry Sanders, and JaVel McGee. Now, Sanders and McGee, they're not going to be in line to make, the, to make it all in defensive team because they likely are not going to have the minutes. But once again, you see one of the most naturally talented defensive big men in league history and Anthony Davis mentioned. And That's what Jaron Jackson can do. And if Jaron Jackson does that, not only are we talking about him likely getting gaining the lead when it comes to NBA blocks, especially with Miles Turner being out, but you also are again seeing layers being put together where even if Jaron doesn't have the defensive reputation of a Gobert, of a Draymond Green, of a Giannis, of other bigs in the league, even if he doesn't have that rotation. You're seeing a growing campaign where not only is his numbers overall impressive, but they're continuing to improve. The frequency of him having multiple blocks and multiple steals in the game is continuing to improve, and it's playing a big part in the reason why one of the NBA's best teams is winning because they're turning defense into offense. That's the big key. Jaron may not have the reputation of other very good candidates for all defensive selections this year. And don't get it wrong, the all defensive team still very much values reputation. It certainly does. But this season, Jaron is playing to the level where not only is he putting together a resume that you can't deny is worth all defensive selection, but he's also creating a reputation that should stick as well. Because not only is his defensive activity in and of itself impressive so far this year, but it's continuing to improve and it's playing a big part. in why the Grizzlies have emerged once again as not only being one of the biggest surprises this year, but one of the best teams in the NBA. That's the layers that you're starting to see to develop, that you need to develop for Jaron to truly be considered for all defensive teams. Even if he's not on the odds charts on different sites when it comes to betting odds for Defensive Player of the Year, if he keeps producing like this, he sure as hell better be on those odds charts, or they're not valid in my opinion. You can't tell me there are are 10 players right now who are having a better defensive season than Jaron Jackson Jr., let alone 30. And I've got the numbers, and I've got how rare they are in today's game, and I've got the history to show that the numbers that Jaron Jackson Jr. is putting up, it's getting to the point of being undeniable that he deserves all in defensive team selection this season. But the fun part is, I haven't even got to the biggest source of support. We'll discuss that in just a moment. But before we do... Want to talk with you, obviously, about BetOnline.ag, and I just talked about it, right? The odds when it comes to NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr. in many places is not listed, but we'll fight that battle at another time. Well, actually, I'm fighting that battle right now, but we'll see if that changes. At another time. But for you, there's plenty to bet and wager on right now. Of course, the NFL playoffs are going on. Boo hoo, my Titans. But beyond that, the NFL, the NHL, the NBA, the USC, so many different things going on right now to bet and wager on when it comes to sports. And if you go to betonline.ag right now, you put in the promo code locked on, you'll get 50% or you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your next deposit. Again, go to betonline.ag, fastest and easiest way for you to bet on sports, new and updated website. Mobile device, laptop, however you choose, put in the promo code Locked On and get a fifty percent WOCA bonus on your purse deposit. Back out, check out BetOnline.ag today. Can't thank you enough for making Locked On Grizzlies your first listen of the day. But obviously, the Titan season came to an end this weekend, but there's still plenty to discuss when it comes to the NFL playoffs and rather your team is one of the few that are left. And again, congratulations to the Chiefs, the Bengals, the 49ers, the Rams for making it to the conference championships. But whether you're a fan of one of those teams or your team's offensive offseason has started, there's plenty to talk about and discuss. Make sure you check out the Locked On NFL show of your favorite team as your second listen of the day after you check out Locked On Grizzlies as your first listen. So we've talked about Jaron Jackson Jr., right? We've talked about where he is now, where he projects to be, and also the peak of his body work. How on all those different levels, it's undeniable that Jaron Jackson Jr. is putting together a resume that is more than deserving of an all-defensive selection. But the thing about it is this, is that we can look at counting statistics, we can look at where he is now, we can look at his peak, so on and so forth, we can look at those surface-level numbers and get an idea of where Jaron Jackson Jr. is and why he is so deserving. But the thing about it is, is that the game of basketball today is becoming much more deep. It's becoming more in-depth. So many other things are being looked at now to not only look at statistics or look at data that is based a lot on quantity, But look at it more so based off quality when it comes to per position, advanced statistics, what have you. So the quantity is there. The counting statistics are there for Jaron, especially when it comes to defensive activity. But do the metrics that more measure level of quality than quantity back up Jaron performing at an elite and even historic level? You're damn right they do. And that's what's so special about it. You're damn right that they do. In my opinion, possibly the big, well, yes, the biggest source of support for Jaron Jackson Jr. is when you combine both per possession metrics and advanced metrics. You look at the levels that Jaron is putting up right now and you see if others have been able to do that in league history, that truly shows how special of a season Jaren is having. Here's what I mean. There have only been five players in NBA history who in at least 1,750 minutes played in a single season. Only five players on seven different occasions have averaged 3.5 blocks per one, or this is since 2000 have averaged 3.5 blocks per 100 possessions, have averaged 1.5 steals per 100 possessions, and have also had a 6.5% or better block rate and a 1.5% or better steal rate. Only five players since 2000 have done that seven different times. Their names are Ben Wallace, Marcus Camby, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, and Andre Karolenko. Again, I I want to repeat those names. Since 2000, players that have averaged 3.5 blocks and 1.5 steals per 100 possession, and a block rate of 6.5% and and 1.5% steal rate over a season in which they played at least 1,750 minutes. The only five players to do that, Ben Wallace, Marcus Camby, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, and Andre Kirilenko. That right there is a list of five of the best defenders that have played in the NBA over the past quarter century. Now, let's see what Jaron's numbers are this season so far through 1,300 minutes of play. Again, the threshold, 3.5 blocks per 100 possessions and 1. 1.5 steals per 100 possessions. Coming into Sunday, Jaron blocks per 100 possessions, 1.8 steals per 100 possessions. Certainly clearing that threshold. The advanced metrics were a 6.5% or better block percentage and a 1.5% or better steal percentage. Jaron coming into Sunday, a 7.3% block percentage and a 1.8% steal percentage. And again, that has been done only seven times by five of the best defensive talents the NBA has seen, those five players that I mentioned, again, Anthony Davis, Ben Wallace, Marcus Camby, Andre Kirilenko, and Rudy Gobert. Those five players, though it may not have exactly happened in the season in which they did it, but those five players over the past quarter century, 21 combined all defensive team selections and eight combined defensive, uh, defensive player of the year awards. And Jaron Jackson Jr. could join that group if he simply continues the level of production that he has for 500 more more minutes this season, basically playing at least 20 more games. How can you deny it then? How can you look at Jaron Jackson Jr. being a part of that group, producing at the level of that group of defensive talent, and then leave him off the defensive player of the year odds, or not give him serious consideration for all defensive teams for all def- for the all defensive team selection. I get it. We fought this battle before when it comes to reputation. We fought it last year as Grizzlies fans, as Grizzlies baseball, as as a Grizzlies no franchise. Those who covered the Grizzlies, we fought it last year when it came to Dylan Brooks deserving all defensive team consideration, Jaw and others. Pumped up Dylan, and rightfully so, to earn that consideration. But it was a bit hard to be able to back it up with numbers because Dylan plays on the perimeter where, in his style of defense, makes it a bit harder to generate those counting statistics. Well, you don't have that issue now. You don't. No matter if you're looking at where Jaron is now versus where he projects to be, no matter if you're looking at the whole body or the peak of his work, Or if you're looking at counting statistics versus per possession or advanced statistics, no matter what perspective you choose to view this, no matter what perspective, what lens you choose to view Jaron Jackson Jr.'s body of work through, the fact remains through every single perspective, the names that Jaron Jackson Jr.'s productivity, is resembling. Once again are these names. Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, Marcus Camby, Ben Wallace, Josh Smith, Rudy Gobert, Kevin Garnett. Do I need to go further? I don't think that I do. If you want the evidence that Jaron Jackson Jr. should be on the all-defensive team this year, you've got it. No matter what perspective you choose to view it from, it's all there for you, and you can't deny it. But if you want to sit here and go with the reputation argument, I get it. Jaron is someone who just now is establishing himself as a premier defender in the NBA. But if you don't yet feel Jaron has the reputation of earning all defensive honors, Go consider the reputations of the players, of the company, that Jaron Jackson Jr. is likely to enter once this season is said and done, if he can maintain his health, which I feel he can. When it comes to defensive activity, when it comes to the consistency of Jaron's defensive activity, and when it comes to the level that his defensive activity will reach, when it comes to comparing that to recent history, The correlation of that type of productivity in recent history leading to all defensive team recognitions, it's hard to deny, as it should be, because of how special and rare it is that Jaron is producing the level that he is right now. Jaron's earned plenty of respect this year for staying healthy, improving his overall game, and becoming the defensive anchor consistently that he has become. But we need to stop with him being one of the most improved defenders in the NBA or being maybe one of the best young defensive big men in the NBA. Numbers, consistency, and the company that Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to start finding himself in. All three of those perspectives back the statement, Jaron Jackson Jr. is one of the premier defenders in the NBA. And for that reason, he without a doubt deserves all defensive honors this season. History is certainly on the side of Jaron Jackson Jr. And tomorrow, we'll look and see how in the present, his impact also compares favorably to his peers. This is a lot of fun. I love doing these type of podcasts, especially when so many different levels of numbers and so many different perspectives of data all lead to the same conclusion. Jaron Jackson Jr. deserves all defensive team honors this season. And if he remains healthy, I think he's going to continue to make his case overwhelming to where he'll eventually get it. Can't thank you enough for checking us out here on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Follow us at Locked On Grizz on Twitter. Myself here at Stats SAC. Check us out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button below. And of course, on podcast platforms. The podcast is free wherever you choose to listen. Again tomorrow. Well, we've talked about the history. We'll look at Jaron Jackson Jr.'s campaign versus his peers this season, plus preview the game against the Spurs—a very important divisional game for the Grizzlies—and hopefully one. Well, they're start. Well, they will, where they will start to get some of their most important talent back. But until then, have a wonderful Tuesday. Support Jaron Jackson Jr.'s all defensive efforts, and have a great one. And we'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast.